How y'all doing? I'm Paul Ryan, your host of the Across the Cowboys podcast. This podcast is part of the Across the Board Sports Podcast family. If you're new to the show, thank you for joining us. And to our regular listeners, welcome back. With me, as always, is my co-host, the greatest co-host in the world, Mike the Pig Crumb. Mike, how are you? I'm mad. J- JC one-up me. I brought Parsons. I brought my Cowboys jacket. At the- and look at, look, if you're on YouTube, look at this man. He is- <laughs> yeah, I have to say I hate it, but it looks pretty amazing. I, I, got, I can't hate it. Mike, let the people know where they can find you on Twitter, sir. At CD Piglet, guys. Nice and easy. Guys, I'm Paul Ryan. You can find me on Twitter at Paul underscore Ryan 15. You know, Mike, it's been a while since we recorded an Offsides, and tonight we have not one, but two guests tonight. Do you think you'll make the entire show with two Eagles fans, Mike? These two? Well, JC's going to test me. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, Bill will be all right. JC will test me too. JC's going to test me too. <laughs> well, let's get into it. You know, with us tonight are two very special guests. Our first guest is co host of Trending in the AM. Uh, you can find that at 8 30 AM. Uh, he's also the co host of Fairway to Heaven on Tuesdays at 9 PM. He's the host of Trending for Four Quarters. You can find that at Wednesday on 9 PM. And he's the co-host of the DFS podcast, No Punt Intended, and that airs at Thursday at 9 p.m. And all of those shows are part of the DSM Media. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Phil Stifle. Phil, how are you? What's up, guys? I'm glad to be here. Um, we're running it back because we, we, we were all together at the beginning of the season or just before the season. I'm glad to be here. I, I can't believe you got all like nine of my shows. You know, fit into that plug right there. Because I, I can't stop doing podcasts, even at 10 o'clock on a, on a Friday night. Hey, it's addicting, man. It is. Bill, where can we find you on Twitter? Well, you can find DSM Media at DSM underscore media. And you can find me at Beard A Knowledge. Uh, and, you know, if you, if you comment, you say anything to me, whether you're a Cowboys fan or not, I will do everything in my power to respond to you and interact with you on a very fair an honest basis. <laughs> but guys, our next, guest is the, <laughs> our next guest is the creator of the popular YouTube channel, JC Eagles Talk. Ladies and gentlemen, please give a warm welcome to Mr. JC. JC, how are you? Hey, man. Look, I'm great, man. Yo, I've been waiting for this. What? Uh, what we, we played week three and now we're in week uh, 18. So it's like 15 weeks in between. So I'm happy to be here, man. You know, JC, I, I was offended because when I DM'd you, I'm like, hey, man, do you want to come back on the <laughs> show for week 18? You're like, dude, how do we know each other? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hey, don't take offense because, yo, yo, I literally, yo, hey, for 18 weeks, man, I've been doing at least three four five every fan base a week so i mean it's a lot so hey there's no need to offend you or anything i remember (laughs) clearly you know when we went on phil channel phil invited us hey and we had a blast man so i'm sorry for that i i look i didn't mean it that way but we are here we man, hey, I, I just wanted to give you a hard time, man, because I was like, wow, I know it's been a little while, but he just forgot me like that. Okay, I see how it is. Hey, don't feel bad. I, I went on. He was doing his uh, a game, a Eagles game. He broadcast during it. And I went I on and commented. And the first time he was like, what? who the hell? Is? And then he was like, oh, okay. I, I, keep name, like, I mean, I only no offense to Paul. I only remember you guys because somebody's got a Twitter handle with CD Piglet. 
That that's hey, the only thing hey, I remember hey, about it. Though. Piglet, yeah, Piglet. Nice piglet. Easy, baby. How can you? How can you forget the name Piglet? It's nice and easy, man. Nice and easy. Exactly. Hey, well, speaking of Twitter handles, JC, where can we find you on Twitter? Yo, hey, look, it's simple, man. JC Eagles Talk on Twitter, YouTube, IG, and Facebook. Yo, I kept it simple. JC Eagles Talk all across the board. Okay, well, guys, let's get into it. Phil, can you talk to us a little bit about DSM Media? Yeah, DSM is really simple. Uh, DSM stands for Do Something Major. Okay. And, and we are a Philly-based network, uh, but okay. we do a lot more than just Philly sports. You know, we, we hand out – we started something new in the last couple of weeks, the Do Something Major Awards. So whether it was uh, Nikolai Jokic's, like, triple-double the other night, or, you know, there was a really – I'm not a hockey guy, but supposedly someone had a really great, you know, hockey goal the other night. So he won the, <laughs> DS, the Do Something Major Award of the night. I don't know. I don't know anything about hockey. But that's what we are. We do something major there. We've got 16 shows on the network. Nine of them are mine. There's seven other shows on the network. We're seven-day-a-week programming. Like, like you said when you introed me, I do a golf podcast every single week. That's how wide-range DSM Media is. We are Philly-based, but we're, we're a little bit of everything at DSM Media. So you, you, you get everything, sport, every, every single sport you know, at that oh. network there. So it's great stuff. I love it, man. Love to hear that. All right, JC, and you tell me about JC Eagles Talk. I've, I've been on with you, so I know that yes, you have. But to give people who haven't been on there an idea what it is and let me know what your plans during the off season when you don't have games to go over what you're going to be doing. Hey, real quick. Hey, yo, yo, uh, DSM Media. Hey, I might try to join DSM Media. You know what I mean? They do a lot of stuff. So, hey, I didn't know um, they did that much. So, hey, I might have to hit my boy up after this live and see how could I get on DSM Media. But as far as JC Eagles talk, man, hey, look, it's all about the Eagles doing their own season. But at the offseason, I am a Brooklyn Nets fan. I'm sorry, the Philadelphia Eagles fans. I'm sorry because I'm from South Jersey. And as you know, that Jersey it is split in half. Like, if you're from North Jersey, you are a what? In North Jersey, you are a Nets fan. South Jersey, you are a Sixers fan. But at the same time, the you know, the New Jersey Nets was in New Jersey, so it just one you know uh, on one of those like ah. Uh, so I'm gonna stick with my New Jersey roots and go for the Brooklyn Nets, even though they betrayed me and moved to Brooklyn. But in hearts and hearts, I saw them go to the championship round in 2003, I believe, against the Lakers and lost in four ones. You know. A, a gentleman sweet, but they still lost. So I'm a, you know, New Jersey slash Brooklyn Nets fan. So I will be doing that. And my second love, my second love is the Philadelphia 76ers. So look, I'm still Philly. You know, it, it is what it is. So I will be trying to do as much as I can, you know, basketball content and also try and keep the Philadelphia fans in tune with breaking news, draft analysts, you know, all that good stuff. I'm awesome, a Lakers man. fan, so I watched uh, – I watched, Oh, uh, you are – wait, you're, you're from Dallas. No, I'm from Cali. Oh, from man, you're all over the place. God <laughs> damn it. I am. <laughs> I, I watched us uh, beat the Sixers in the early 80s. I was really oh, – Okay. Good. 
And then I watched us uh, beat the in 2003 and got the ring. So that was nice for me. I appreciate y'all too. (laughs) (laughs) Mike poking the bear. All right, well, Phil and JC, I want to ask you, if it was you, do you play your guys, whether it's to remain prepared or just to beat Dallas, or or do you take a bye to prepare for the playoffs, Phil? Yeah, I I know it's an unpopular opinion, but I am not playing. And I agree that uh, Mike McCarthy, I I disagree with what Mike McCarthy's been saying, whether he does it or not, about how he's playing the guys. Um, I am not playing a single important player uh, for the Eagles. And like I said, I would would recommend Mike McCarthy wouldn't. Look, I've been going at it with people on Twitter all week. You know, they're saying that we're a slow starting team. We haven't beaten anybody. You know, that doesn't mean anything to me. You're not going to get right by playing – you know, some of your guys for one or two quarters in this game. If you are what you are in week 18 of the NFL, you're not changing anything. The risk versus reward of trying to play the guys, risking injury. And, and look, it's all gravy at this point for the Eagles. Nobody expected the Eagles outside of JC, of, you know, of, to be at this point. Okay. So let's enjoy this ride at this point and let's be prepared. You know, you never know. Once you get into the playoffs, Anything can happen, okay? We're yeah. a scary team for some players or for some teams. Well, the way we've been playing, the running attack, the way our defense has been playing in second half, look, let's be healthy. Let's not risk Jason Kelsey or Lane Johnson or, or Jalen Hurts' bum ankle right now. Let's be ready for that week one of the playoffs, whether it's Tampa, whether it's Dallas, whether it's the Rams, whoever it may be. Let's be ready, and let's not put anybody at risk this week going into that playoff game. So I know it's an unpopular opinion, but I am not playing anybody. And I, I would recommend the Cowboys not play anybody either. There, there's just not enough on the line at this point to play anybody right now. JC, how about you? Yo, it's not an unpopular opinion. Yeah, look, hey, I'm with you. Hey, well, I, I don't oh, play- I, I've gotten so much flack on my morning show and so much flack nah. on Twitter by saying that, by people saying that, yo, you got to play everybody. You got to keep the momentum going. A win matters in this. No. It's, no. it's, I've been getting a lot of flack for that. All right. Well, look, hey, I apologize for that because, hey, it hasn't been for me. But as an Eagles fan, like the whole year, it's been about health, health, health. And we are going into the playoff healthy. You know, besides the season and um, what the season and the injury to Brendan Brooks, we have been pretty healthy. So mm-hmm. to the Philadelphia Eagles are going into this playoff. Pretty healthy, minus BG, by the way, which was a big loss on the defensive line. So I agree with, with my guy right here. I mean, yo, look, trust me, we need to rest our guys. I don't care about the momentum. Yo, the Philadelphia Eagles, look, the speech I hear from Jason Kelsey, the speech I heard from, um, uh, from, uh, uh, from, uh, I think it was uh, a Fletcher Cox before we went into this four game stretch right here. So I'm mean, look, these dudes are focused. These dudes are focused and they know, look, we are here and nobody expects us to be here. That's the thing about it. Nobody. Yes. I'm a homer. I'm like, look, just looking on like uh, in this roster. Hey, look, we have a good running game, you know, a, a young coach, maybe they run the ball more. So I expect us to be here. But at the way the season started, nobody expected us to be here. We were picked to win three games, three games, three and 14, tied with the like the 
of the Lions and the Jets. So, look, I, I would not play anybody. We are playing with house money. It is what it is. Cowboys, you are on the clock. <laughs> well, let me let me ask you, JC. I'll start with you this time. Does a win mean less since basically like we have half our defenses out? Y'all ain't playing anybody either. Do we come <laughs> on afterwards and bug each other about a win or does it kind of mean less because we don't have our guys? Yeah, it doesn't matter to me. Like, look, all right, look, all right, six and no in the division. If y'all win the division, okay, cool. I mean, and y'all ready lock up the division. So to sweep the division, I mean, eh, look, I don't know, I don't play for the Eagles. I'm a YouTube content creator. So it is what it is. So it, it, if y'all suit the division, okay. But am I going to come on next year? Yes, of course, I'm going to get some Cowboys, you know, a content creator say, hey, we swept y'all last year. Okay, congratulations. Where did they, Where did y'all get y'all? Like, how far did y'all go? Yo, unless y'all win the Super Bowl, how far did y'all go? So hey, it is what it is. So I mean, yo, I feel like at, at, at this point, health, health, health. Yo, I'm not even talking about injury wise. I mean, I'm talking about COVID wise. You know what I mean? So whoever is the healthiest team, imagine if this weekend was Wildcard weekend. My, hey, Michael Parson maybe not play. A hey, uh, no. uh uh um. A Brown is gone. Diggs. Yeah, Diggs. Uh, Tyron Smith. And like 12 of the Philadelphia Eagles are, are gone. And so imagine it. So to me, uh, this weekend is all about just getting healthy. And hopefully that the following weekend, hopefully we got rid of all this bug, you know, in the following weekend we are healthy enough to actually put a full team on the field. So this weekend to me doesn't even matter. Yeah, you know, I don't even care about the six and those sweep. It is what it is. Like, I mean, if we both know if if the division was on the line or the playoff was on the line, some way, somehow, I think the Eagles would have played their guys. You know what I mean? Yo, I'm not even a fronting. Like, I feel like that some way, somehow, because the week before we played Washington, uh, we had about three starters on the COVID-19 list, but some way, somehow, we, hey, they're always healthy before we play Washington. So, and right now, the 12 to 15 players, and they all kind of went on on Monday, five days later, they should have been off. They're all vaccinated. It is no excuses. So um, I'm just saying, I mean, I think this is more of a, a gamemanship type of thing than a real, hey, these guys are really, really are feeling the, um, man, the uh, the effect of the COVID nineteen stuff that's going on. So I really think, hey, this is, hey, just rest your guys, hey, just go in. Hey, this is a a bye week basically, a mini bye week. I, I, I'm I'm gonna I'm just gonna cut you off. I'm gonna disagree. No um, way. I, I want everybody to rest on both sides. It's still Eagles freaking versus the Dallas Cowboys. It is. I don't know about you guys. But I still want to if, – if it's the fourth preseason game, if it's Eagles-Cowboys, I still want the win. I don't care about <laughs> anything else. I want to win against yeah. Dallas. Dude, you guys – I mean, some of you guys look older than me. Some of you look younger than me. Um, I might – I might. Uh, you, know, you know, my gray hairs might not show on the camera too, too much. 
But I remember Emmett Smith going off for like 250 yards in like middle of October in like 1992 in a rainstorm at the vet. You know, I want to win every single Dallas Cowboys game. Yes, I don't want any of our first stringers playing, but I still want to win the game. Absolutely, I want to win the game. So it means something for just that Eagles-Cowboys <laughs> rivalry. That's it. There, so there is meaning there in that. I want our third stringers to whoop up on your third stringers so badly. Yeah. I want you know Gardner Minshew to start the game and light you guys up, throwing to Ortega Whiteside for three touchdowns, and Tyrese Jackson catches his first pass in the NFL. I want that because it's Eagles, it's Cowboys. A long, long time ago when I was traveling for work, I did the stupidest thing possible. I was traveling, and I had a layover in Dallas, and it just happened to be Eagles-Cowboys game. And I had literally a 30-minute layover at Fort Worth, Texas Airport, okay? And that 30-minute layover turned into six hours. But I thought before that, I didn't know about the layover being extended. I was decked out in head-to-toe. I had the Eagles sweatpants. I had my Don McNabb jersey. I had a backpack with a sticker of the Eagles. And I got stuck in the airport bar for six hours during that game. And that was the greatest and worst six hours of my life. Eagles the greatest and worst. Yeah, well, I got. I had a lot of really – you know, JC, they, they, they talk about Eagles fans, man. Cowboys fans, man, sent some really nasty things to me yeah. in that airport. But you know what? I took it like a champ and said it right back. So Eagles, Cowboys <laughs> matter. Deep down inside to me, always, yeah. no matter no matter who's playing. Yeah. Hey, you know, I'm not mad at that response. I can't agree more. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not wrong, right? <laughs> no, no, you're not wrong. I mean, I, I, anytime it's a division rival, the, the victories just sit different, right? Absolutely. I'm on, I'm on JC. I, I just, I, I just care about health. Long, health. long as my guys get out healthy, y'all can win. I don't five. Five and one in the division, six and zero oh in the division. We killed the division, so it, it exactly it doesn't mean nothing. All right, so Phil and JC for Dallas, I'd look at Los, the uh, Los Angeles Chargers and New England Patriots victories as good wins versus tough teams. Phil, do you have a game for Philly you look at as a big win for you guys? I mean, every win's big, I guess, to an extent. You know, the Washington game. You know, uh, you know. Us getting that game moved to Tuesday night, which was unfair. I mean, let's be honest. The Eagles really haven't beaten anybody with a winning record. So there's no big win. You know what I mean? It's not like we beat a winning team at any point this season. Um, So I just look at the fact that we've taken care of business. You can only play the teams in front of you, whether they're good teams or not. So if I had to pick a game that was a big win, it was that whole, you know, Washington getting that game postponed because of COVID even though the rules said that that wasn't originally the plan. Um, I guess that would be the biggest situation or the best, best win of the season or coming back the next week on five days rest, winning the following week. Maybe that would be the case. Um, But I can't say that there was a huge signature win for the Eagles this year, because even most of those games that we've won on this little winning streak that we're on right now, I mean, they weren't like dominant wins. Like we didn't come out and just smoke any, I mean, we were down, to the Jets. We were down to Washington multiple times. So, you know, we didn't make that signature moment at any point. So, you know, I, to, I guess the Washington game, but that, that's, that, that's, that's, that's really being forced to pick a game. There was no signature win for the Eagles this year, in my opinion. I have to disagree. Yo, I have to disagree with my brother, Phil, man. Yo, I feel like that the Denver Broncos just going to my house stadium, and running through them, the, like the number of four or six rushing defense at that time, yo, hey, 
Yo, the Eagles just went through the Detroit Lions. And, yo, like, it was like, hey, you're about to go to the number four or six rushing defense at that time. And we ran through the Denver Broncos. That was a big win for us on the road, getting that win. And then my second win was the Saints. When we played the Saints at Philly, we never won a home game, by the way. We was O and forever this year. We was O and forever. And then we won the game at home. And Trevor, we didn't even Trevor Simeon was the quarterback there, man. Come on. But now. their, defense, <laughs> but their defense was still there. The defense was still there. The defense was still the number one Russian defense. They wasn't missing nobody on the defensive, you know, on the side. So I mean, regardless on the offensive side, the defense was still the number one Russian defense. Fair, and fair. we ran through them like they wasn't even on the field. 244 yards. Jalen Hurts ran for three touchdowns himself. He didn't even throw for no touchdowns, but that's how dominant we were on the ground. That, like, and to me, yo, those two wins, the Broncos and the Saints, which, which, by the way, the Cowboys struggles with, yo, they got blown out by the Broncos and they barely beat the Saints. With a backup quarterback, they're barely in the Saints with a backup quarterback. What are you talking about? Double digits. The Saints are not a playoff team. The Broncos are not a playoff team. Four takeaways. Twenty-four to fourteen. Correct. Wait, wait, wait. How many uh, takeaways? Four or five. Exactly. The thing is, with the Cowboys, they have to take the ball away in order for them to win. We took the ball away um, against a six, a pick six. That's it. In my opinion, you know what? No, two takeaways. Uh, but we still, yo, the game was never in doubt. The Cowboys, I promise you, go watch that game. Go watch that game against the Saints. Y'all were one touch, like one first down away from getting beat by no, we Taysom were. Hill that night. I promise. What? Uh, you, come on, man. We come beat on. them by double digits. We beat them pretty comfortably. No, yeah. no not. Yes, we did. No. It was 24 to 14 or 27 to 14. No, 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 no. You know why? No, 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 no. No, no. Go watch the game. Please tell me the um a when Taysom Hill on like uh after y'all scored the pick six, I believe. Uh, it was a tip pass the pick six, right? But it yeah. still was in the fourth quarter. The game was so tight. That pick six is the reason why y'all were comfortably ahead. Before that, it was a three-point game. It was a three-point game. They, Stop uh, it. They, they were never really – They our offense ran basic what? vanilla because their offense their – Vanilla? Offense it's the regular that. season. How the hell you going to say vanilla? Because their offense is no good. So we, our defense is really is really hitting at that point, and they were never really a threat. They had one drive where Taysom Hill ran a little bit, but they never really threatened. So Dallas never they didn't really ran. call anything. Wait, are you kidding me? Hey, if any, it's, hey, I'm not, if Trevor I'm not Simeon, great, matter of fact, I'm saying they oh, stink. So yo, it yo, wasn't what, like a matter of fact. Look, look, look. Hey, Taysom Hill could not throw because he hurt his throwing hand. That game, he can't, throw and he still was in the game. 
He can't throw healthy guys. Come he's, on. He's hey, no go good. check Jason Hill there. is not an NFL quarterback. So yeah, yeah. He's, he's not, not Phil. Phil. He's not. he's not. But honestly, watching that game compared to the Eagles playing the Saints and the Cowboys uh, uh, playing the I'll Saints. I'll admit that. Eagles, who was, Eagles played them better. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah. But, but what I'm saying, y'all squeak by. Is no, Trevor Simeon? Is Trevor? Wait, 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 wait. Well, In no. New Orleans. But the thing is, Trevor Simeon played against us. He could not even see, like, you'll even be on the same field as us. But Taysom Hill with a broken finger, whatever he was, the yo, the Saints were still in the game in the fourth quarter until you had a tip uh, pass with two, three minutes left. That's when y'all took over. That's it. I can tell you as as a Cowboys fan, I was there was never a there was never a point where I was threatened. What? Are you serious? Nah, it, his offense. Hey, I, I turned. I turned. Was that was that a Sunday night football <laughs> game? Oh, Thursday night. Thursday night. Thursday night. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was a night, Thursday night. night. I know. I went to bed at like ten fifteen that night because I knew the Cowboys were winning that game. Nah, yeah. Man. I, exactly I, I got to get up early every morning for my morning show, and I literally turned the game <laughs> off and went to bed early because I knew the game was. I'm not trying. To, I'm not trying to say I was rooting for the Cowboys, but I knew the Cowboys were not going to lose that game pretty early on. I will. If I will. would have played. Y'all would have lost because a Sean Payton should have put. Travis Simeon and earlier, and like what uh, the second quarter, I promise you, y'all would have lost because you just that said Trevor Simeon that shouldn't even be on the field with you guys. How is he with the Cowboys? That, but, but we're we different got, though, we got, and we're different. It's at on. Philly. It's at Philly. You know, and Trevor Simeon beat the Bucks. He came in at home and beat the Bucks. But at Philly, it's a that game thing, came down to a pick six, not ours. Yes, it did. Just uh, watch it. I promise you, watch the tape, man. Yo, y'all, I'm telling you, y'all I didn't watch the game. Hey, I, I had fantasy had to watch the all people on that twice. No, 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 no. <laughs> I had I, I had Camaro on that team. Yeah. And um met somebody Kamara else on that play. team. I don't think Kamara played, did he? Or was he back no. from that week? I don't he think played he that week. He did? Yeah, no, no. Yeah, he played. He Against played. us? Yes. Mm-hmm. He played. No, it didn't. He was but, out. I promise you he was out. He we was talked out, about it on our show. Yeah, he was out. That game. He, he was, was out. out. He came back the next week. Yeah. I will say this. Hey, just before we move on to the next one, I will say, I came up with that question to make y'all both say you had no good wins on the year. <laughs> just to I mean, throw that in. We have hey, it. Bye, no, bye. No, 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 no. Listen, I'm going to give him I'm credit. Glad, I'm, glad I can, I'm glad I can oblige. JC is right. That Denver game, Denver came in and whooped our ass and put yeah. it on us in Dallas. And they were a top run game. And the Eagles went in and, and ran the ball on them and said, we don't care how good your run game is. So credit to you, JC. Before we move on, I just want to say credit. That was a good win. Props on that one. Now. All right. Phil, I'm up for Phil. I'm up one up, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. All right, so we know your guys' O-line and D-line are are really good. Let's just be real. They're really, really good. What's your guys' biggest weakness going into the postseason? I mean, is it me? Yeah, Yeah. uh, we can start with Jason. Look, all right. Hey, the postseason, look, our defense, man, look, regardless how y'all feel uh, about our defensive line, I feel like 
at certain points, we have to put an extra guy on the defensive line. Uh, against the Giants, um, against the Washington no-names, we try to rush four. We can't get home. I'm sorry. In some way, somehow, uh, the first half, we're not getting home. Like, the whole – like, I do the play-by-play play every time. I'm like, put in one extra guy. Just, just add one extra guy. Just give the quarterback something to think about. But the third quarter, last week was a prime example. Do we play four man front the whole time we could not get to Haneke? We met Haneke was perfect, 11 for 11, like 180 something yards, two touchdowns. I'm like, come on. Like, he was like looking like a Pro Bowl quarterback because we could not get to him. And we're getting close, but we wasn't sacking him or, uh, you know, affecting the way he was throwing. But the third quarter, we had one guy, Avery. On that defensive line, we start getting to the quarterback. So, if anything, I would change. Um, going into this um this postseason is just start with the five man front. Start with the five man front is working for you. Like confuse the other guy because in the playoffs, uh, you're not going to see a Daniel Jones or or big long neck guy from the Giants. Um, uh. A Glennon. 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 Hey, you're not going to see Haneke. I mean, you're not going to see um, a golf because those are the quarterbacks we have beaten. We we have not beaten any good quarterback. I'm sorry. We have not beaten any good quarterback. And, and the good quarterbacks that we have, you know, kind of went to toe-to-toe with, we lost against the Herbert because we played zone. We wasn't bold enough to go after him so i would say at one it don't change your whole defense it just add one extra guy on the defensive line and try to get to the quarterback what about you phil what's your weak spot on the if you had to pick one spot that's weak spot on the team what is it yeah i mean to to address what he said there jc you know you know you know they, they don't get home and all we talk about, all I talk about on my show, all you got to do if you can't get home to the quarterback, put your hands up. Hands get, in the, up yeah. get in the quarterback's eye, you know, throwing lane. But that's not a weak spot per se. You know, the weak spot, you, you look at the potential matchups of the Eagles in the first round. Most likely the odds are saying Tampa Bay. And, yeah, and everybody yeah. knows the Eagles' biggest weakness on defense is their linebacker play. You know, their linebacker play is not up to par. You're going to go up against Rob Gronkowski, O.J. Howard, and Cameron Bray. All three of them could start on NFL teams. Rob Gronkowski mm-hmm. is a Hall of Fame player, still putting up good numbers. There's not one linebacker on the Eagles or safety that can cover Rob Gronkowski. When you have somebody of Tom Brady, wait, wait, the wait, Phil, that's quarterback. With, with Phil, that's with uh, uh, Antonio Brown and Godwin, though. But they're gone. It doesn't matter. I, I, I know that that's the problem. Okay. But you still okay, got to okay. stop Rob Gronkowski and Mike Evans. Now, I can see Darius Slay locking up Mike Evans. But they still got Rob Gronkowski. Who's going to stop? A six, eight tight end. Even if we don't play them, say we go up against the Rams. TJ Hawkinson destroyed these same exact linebackers last year. Okay. Not TJ Hawkinson, um, Tyler Higby of the Rams tight end destroyed us, scored two touchdowns last year against us. Look, all these teams that we're going to go up against, and we face the Cardinals, which there's still like a, like a 1% chance that the Cardinals in the first round, we're going to stop. Hurts. Hurts, you know, <laughs> we can't do that. And we have to play the Cowboys, you know, fully healthy. 
you know, you guys got two solid tight ends there. And, uh, you know, the linebackers are really, really bad on the Eagles. The safeties are not much better. We cannot stop, you know, tight ends and anybody over the middle. Um, any real quarterback, and Tom Brady obviously is the greatest quarterback of all time, will pick us apart across the middle so badly because of that play. And uh, on a side note, wide receivers are also really bad outside of Devontae Smith. So, you know, if, 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 you just, if you just stack the box with eight or nine guys, there's no way that anybody outside of Devontae Smith can get open on our team. So it's linebackers 110%, and then there's a little, little bit of wide receivers. There are weakest spots on this team, no doubt about it. It's been all season long, and the playoffs, you know, we've had a really easy season or second half of the season, you know, schedule-wise. You know, going into the playoffs, it's going to get exposed so badly, you know, in the first round. You know, Phil, hey, you were talking quick, about hey, – And before you go, hey, real quick. Okay, so, hey, I understand, hey, Phil, it's all about the linebackers, but ever since we answered T.J. Edwards at the linebacker position, yeah, and we've been a more aggressive Ever since, you, ever since we started T.J. Edwards, we've started playing some really bad teams with some really bad tight ends. <laughs> well, and really I, bad, mean, you know, I, I, I mean – I know you got to play who's in front of you. But, you know, T.J. Edwards is a nice player, but T.J. Edwards is not a real threat at linebacker. If you go out, you know, T.J. Edwards would probably not start on 10 or 12 teams right now in the NFL. Okay. You know, yeah. Phil, back to your Tampa Bay comment about their tight ends. Don't forget about O.J. Howard either. Yeah. I, oh, I thought I mentioned – sorry, I might I might yeah, have missed his name. O.J. Howard could start on most teams. Cameron Brake could start on most teams. Yeah, yeah. And the only reason why they're not putting up the numbers they – did before Rob Gronkowski is because Rob Gronkowski is there and that's Tom Brady's BFF, you know, so not Antonio Brown, Rob Gronkowski is his BFF. I think Antonio Brown called him out for that today too. (laughs) So, you know, Phil and JC, is there a team in the playoffs you, you hope to see in the first round? Phil, talk to me. (laughs) I honestly honestly don't care who we face in the first round. It's all gravy to me at this point. Uh, I predicted us to be nine and eight and I predicted us to be nine and seven coming into this week against Dallas. I expected Dallas to be nine. I I thought Dallas and Philly would have the same record coming into the last week of the season. And this game would be for the division, not, you know, a meaningless game. Um, So this is a bonus season for me. I I pretty much, you know, it's all gravy. You know, I had low expectations. Making the playoffs is a huge deal for the squad with a rookie coach, all different rookie coaches across the the board for the Eagles. Jalen Hurts and his, kind of first season as Eagles quarterback. Dude, just making the playoffs, you know, I just want to see a competitive game from the Eagles in the playoffs. I want to see that. No, no, we're not letting him avoid uh, uh, bullets and board material. What What team of those, of the four teams you're likely to face, which one would you rather face in the first All right, right. you want want me to answer that? I got this, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay. I want to knock off any chance. Hey, okay. Yo, yo, I had somebody call me out on my morning show for that same exact comment and they're like yo we're in tom brady's head for beating them in the super bowl tom brady cannot beat the eagles anymore tom brady is the greatest quarterback in eagles they're in football history he is history he has only beaten the eagles one time in the playoffs and he's <laughs> lost to the eagles one he is one and one against the eagles in his playoff history so you know what? We're in his head. He's on a losing streak against the Eagles in the playoffs. Give me Tom Brady and let's 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 dethrone the champ and the goat. Hey, I like that. What about you, JC? Hey, I want the Bucks. One, 
They are injured, period. All right, hey, there's no Antonio Brown there. Hey, there's no Chris Godwin there. So now, yes, Tom Brady, he's good in, you know, a hey, just making um, everyone uh, uh, around him better. But at the same time, you know, his weapon is only Mike Evans and Gronk. And so to me, and, and, and Barrett is, you know, his linebacker, it might be out. You know, the Temple Bay Bucks are injured. You know what I mean? So I said, whoever is going to the Super Bowl, it, it's going to be, you know, COVID-free and injury-free. You know what I mean? So besides that, it, it's all fair game. And I feel like hey, right now, yes, the Temple Bay, uh, the Bucks could be uh, COVID-free, but they are Andrew Plague right now, you know, with the whole Antonio Brown, with the whole Chris Godwin. Yes, you're going to only rely on Mike Evans, which okay. is Slay shut that down. And now you're going to uh, rely on Gronk, which we could double team Gronk with linebacker, a safety uh, uh, over the top. I know, Phil, you're shaking your head. I understand, Phil, but I want the Bucks. Bring me the Bucks because I look. I feel like with our running game to keep Tom Brady off the field, especially the Jets. The Jets pushed them to the limit. Yo, they're not gonna get any better. The Jets. Look, we shut the Jets out the second half. Jets. So that means to me. Yeah. Yes, exactly. The Jets should have beat them. You know why? Yo, there's no Chris Godwin there. There's no Brown there. I'm telling you, the Temple. Bay Bucks are vulnerable right now. You, you take the champs out while they are weak, Phil. You take them out while they're weak. And I feel like that if we get them in the first round, not in the second and third round, but the first round, we could catch them while they're weak with no momentum and then got the, you know, the sea legs under them yet. You know, hey, we just try and try out this wide receiver there, this wide receiver there. Yo, I'm really telling you this. Yo, the defense is injured. Yo, the hey, uh, their offense is like, uh, hey, who's going to start at the other side? I mean, I think I want the Bucks. I want the Bucks. As a matter of fact, hey, Grump, who, hey, if you was Eagle fan, who would you like to face in the first round? Uh, it's funny because I look at Tampa and I think, okay, they're great versus the run, which is what I do really well. Mm-hmm. And if my if my pass rush can't get to Tom Brady, mm-hmm. Tom Tom Brady can make a lot of receivers look really yeah. good. So matchup wise, I hate that matchup if I'm Eagles. Ooh. But but I'm gonna come back. They just got pushed by the Jets in a game that you know they were trying to win yeah. because you've seen them trying to get Antonio Brown playing. So this ain't a yeah. game where they were like, let's run vanilla. They're going for the one yeah. seed, the two seed, the three. You know, they want a higher yeah. seed. So I, I think Tampa might be the right answer. You guys may catch them at the right spot. And I'm begging y'all too because Green, <laughs> I do not want to see Green Bay if we get through the first round. Uh, y'all can play Green Bay <laughs> and let us go on to whoever the hell else wins the other game. Okay. Hey, who? Are, all right, let's let let's stick with it, Phil. I'll go to you uh, again yep. to start this one. Who do you want to avoid in the first round? And give an answer. Which one you? Even uh, okay, if, so you, you don't like, mean to, you don't mean to dance around it, okay? Most, I'm not going to dance around dancing. it. I don't think there. I, what, I don't know the exact odds, but I think there's only I think there's eight different scenarios. Five of them have us playing the Buccaneers. 
and there's only one scenario where you face the other teams. If I can avoid another team, this might surprise you, but I want to avoid the Cowboys in the first round. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just, I, I, I just, you know, you got two solid tight ends. You got three really good wide receivers. You know, I'm not saying three. that three. Yeah. Four. Cooper. I actually got four. Well, oh, that's right. Gallup, Gallup's, Gallup's gone for the year. Sorry. I kind of forgot about that, but you got Cooper, you got CD lamb. You got, you know, what's the other guy? CD. I forget what Wilson's first name is, but still Dak Cedric. Prescott is a mobile quarterback that can get outside. We struggle on the outsides, you know, stopping tight ends, running backs, quarterbacks that can move outside. Um, that's things that Dak Prescott, you know, Pollard can do. Um, I just don't like the matchup fully healthy to, you know, the Cowboys this year at their best against the Eagles this year at their best. I I'm scared of the, of the Cowboys. Um, I don't think that there's anybody outside of green Bay getting out of the NFC, but I think the Cowboys probably pose the biggest threat in the NFC at this point. So I wouldn't want to face the Cowboys in the first round. I let, let us beat Tampa Bay. Let Green Bay beat Dallas, and then let us take on Green Bay in the championship game. And then you got, you know, you're the lesser that, seed. You're the lesser seed. You got to play Green Bay in the second yeah. round. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. What about right, we'll, 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 we'll lose to Green Bay then. We'll lose to Green Bay, and then you guys can lose to Green Bay yeah. after that. Probably, yeah. You ain't lying. So, like, if I had to put it in a hierarchy right now, based off of current situations, yeah, I put it Green Bay. I put it Dallas. I put it Tampa. And then everybody else is below that, in my opinion. I don't think the Cardinals have a chance to make it into the championship what? game. I don't think the Rams do. No, I, I just don't. The Cardinals have played awful football the last three or four weeks of the season. But they just beat the team that you just chose. What you it mean? Was an, it, was an, it was an ugly football game on both sides of the ball. Both but teams they just beat the hottest team in the NFL, win, really. Wins the and losses, wins and losses are one thing. You got to see the game, and the game Cardinals. wasn't pretty on either side of the ball for the Cardinals. The game wasn't as close either. The game Cardinals was not were as close desperate. Either. Cardinals. We only were lost by three. Cardinals lost by three. Come on, stop it! Stop it! Stop we lost it. by three. We played stop a terrible it. game for three quarters, and we lost by three. Yo, the game was over by then. Come on, no. and we both no. know in the no, fourth quarter. You can't say like, that really. If they called what? that one a fumble. If they called that play a fumble, which it was, just. They would have got the, the ball with a chance to tie the game. So you can't say it was over. I mean, if they called the play a fumble, not that that's an wait, excuse. I'm, I'm just saying. Had a chance, Cardinals and the Cowboys played bad in that game. Both teams oh, played bad. Yeah, Kyler, yeah. Kyler, they should have beat us but, by 30 points. Kyler, absolutely. Kyler Murray has regressed more than any suit. Kyler Murray was getting MVP caliber considerations. He, so he was Dak Prescott. So absolutely. Was Dak Prescott played a little bit better than Kyler Murray this year. Yeah, running games out that good. Kyler did lose DeAndre, and he is coming back from an injury too. Exactly, a couple weeks, so. that's what I'm saying. You know? I, I, Look, I don't see. And, I don't see it. The Cardinals pose no threat in the NFC. And Connor did not even play that game. The Connor did not and even James play. James Connor didn't play. Yeah. And then a a JJ Watt, which they activate this week, like today, mm-hmm. off the IR to come yeah. back, and he'll be come injured in 30 minutes into his first game back. Stop. <laughs> Not my turn. Tyron. Come on, man. Watch, hey, come to me. Hey, hey come to watch me. Tyron, watch Tyron Smith, one of the greatest left tackles ever. Watch him both games he came back off of his injuries. He was awful. He was awful in the Cardinals game, and he yeah. was awful I mean, in the um, – Yeah. 
the game after Kansas, the Raiders game. He was off on a bowl. So, so people think JJ Watt's just going to come back and be a, you know, he doesn't have the wind. You're not, you don't just come back and play defensive offensive line off that many games off. And you're just like superhero. So they'll limit, if they're smart, they'll limit his snaps and everything. Uh, Do you have a team, JC? I do. I do. I do. Is the Cardinals. Because I really feel like this whole year that and like the best team in the NFC is the Arizona Cardinals when healthy. You know what I mean? Everything just started going down when Colin Murray was injured, like period, you know? And, you know, uh, uh, J.J. Watt was not in the lineup. Hopkins was hobbled. Yo, they acquired Zach Hurts with, all right, imagine this. A full offensive lineup is Connor, Edmund, and um in the backfield, Zach Hurts tied in with Hopkins, with Christian Kirk, with the other uh, wide receiver, Green. yeah, AJ Green. Green. Yo, like, uh, like automatically with Kyler Murray being a dual threat, man. I'm not talking about a a uh um he can't throw or no, he is a a, a legit dual threat quarterback. So with him throwing, and y'all saw it, you know, on Sunday night, how he could make things happen in his feet and with his arms. So the Cardinals to me, and then their defense with Chandler Jones, with Hicks, with the, you know, and Buda the Baker. BBs, with Buddha Baker as safety, with, you know, uh, I think. Uh, I uh, I'm, I'm telling you, so the Cardinals to me, the Cardinals, to me, I would not want to face, regardless how, you know, everybody go through slumps. I understand. But what made the Cardinals go through slumps was injuries. It, like, it wasn't like the quarterback was there and, and he was just uh, playing bad. It's injuries. He's coming off an injury, and then he's trying to get his footing back. You know, and we saw that with uh, – I mean, who came off injury with a uh, uh, Russell Wilson? You know what I mean? It, it, little Russell Wilson, and he came off injury the first two three games. He looked crappy. You know, the past two three games, he looked. Hey, look, we need to sign this guy to an egg, egg, um, uh, an, um, a contract extension because yeah. I feel like that. You know, injury take time to come back from. So I'm telling you right now, the Cardinals. I promise you, the Cardinals will end up in the NFC Championship. Is nobody else? The I, Rams. I promise, you, I promise you, we're going to eliminate them first round. I'll, I'll, I'll bet you we eliminate them first with, round. with the full roster. They could bring they could bring JJ Watt and Hopkins back. They're going to get eliminated. Oh hell no! Come on, you know what? You know what? I would be. Hey, you know what? I will buy you a twelve pack. What? Hey, whatever you want. You just so I would cash up you zero a 12 pack. Hey, look, yo, I would cash up you whatever price it is. I got you, my guy. You know what I mean? I got you. I, I want to play in the first round. They they blitz too much. And with the full and they roster. just put their whole blitz thing on tape. And guess who's no, the best quarterback in the league versus but the there were here. wait, but their two defensive back was out, Hopkins was out. And uh, Connor was out, so how the hell you get a full tape off that? That were they they do you seen their how they played, right? They played cover uh, one with their fronts up there, they gave us their whole game plan in one thing. Struck, 
Okay, so you so you believe that's the Dan team Prescott. I want to face most. The team oh. I want to face most is Arizona. Yo, I thought that you were sitting Tyler, Eagles. No, no, no. You guys can run. No, no. You guys can run the ball. The Cardinals can run, run the ball with Connor and Edmonds. I'm not Are worried about Connor Edmonds. I'm not worried oh, about. Gosh, I they, know why. Hey, hey, their, their offense didn't do anything on our defense. Really, it was our offense couldn't get going, and it's because they fooled Dak Prescott. You can look at my the videos I had and my my work mm-hmm. after the game. Vance Joseph beat Dak Prescott. That's why they lost. But you also just put on the double move to go the double move on digs. That was not, that I, I'm not really worried. I mean, <laughs> let's be honest. I'm not worried about AJ. What Diggs. you mean? Your digs has given up the most yards in NFL history right now. Yes. Okay. He got a, you, a, a 11, do you think LaShawn, uh, 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 the saints quarterback Lattimore, do you think Lattimore is a good corner? Yes, he's a good corner, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, he's given up 50 less yards than Diggs on the season. Diggs yeah. has eight more interceptions, more pass deflections. He's shut down his whole division, which is that's what I don't get. The but whole the division team, is trash, like, though. I know, but like, what you, you can't go off the division. Like Terry McLaurin's not trash. Terry McLaurin is a great receiver. Yeah, but the quarterback is down. trash. But the quarterback is trash. But Terry McLaurin's got thousand yard seasons still. Yeah, but the quarterback is trash though. So I mean, you can't compare, you know, a wide receiver to his quarterback. So all I'm because- saying is, if, if we're gonna say Marshawn Lattimore is a great, he's given up yes. fifty less yards, and he's great. I I think Lattimore is a great. I think he's better than Diggs. But Diggs has fifty more yards and eight more interceptions. I mean, so we can't exactly go like. Yeah, but oh, did it come at the? Like uh, a crucial moment, though, because yo, y'all lost that game because uh, uh, of that double move. Like, yo, it, it, if y'all didn't give up that double move, that was the first. Uh, I'm not worried about that. I don't even think they scored a <laughs> touchdown off it. We, oh, but the thing is, this hey, the veteran, a quarterback, hey, you're about to face, and we about to face yo, they know your tendencies, you know, the Aaron Rodgers, you know, uh, the Colin Murray's, you know, uh, the same, uh. Uh, the uh, the Stafford, you know, yo, oh, they man. look at tape. The double moves. Stafford either. That guy, that guy's a that guy. OJ Beckham, like on, with back Beckham and Cup. No. With our know. pass rush, I'm I'm okay. much more worried about Kyler than I am. Oh Stafford. man, I like this. I can't. Oh, I don't want to see Green <laughs> Bay. Green Bay, terrible. Well, you're gonna see him because hey, you're not gonna make it the pass round. You know, the first round. But, hey, you know, it is what it I, is. I apologize. Yeah, I, I got me up, Phil. Go ahead. Go ahead, Paul. Go ahead, Paul. I apologize. So, you know, Phil, I know how you feel. You said that just making it to the playoffs, you, you felt was a successful season. But, JC, win or lose, do, do you view making the playoffs as a successful season? Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. Uh, because uh, I feel like uh, just the fact that uh, besides me and a few other content creators, Ain't nobody expected the Philadelphia Eagles to be, be in the playoffs. So to me, it's a, a, a win-win situation. If we in it, if we can make some noise, if not, I guess what we said, our three first-round picks, though. The three first-round picks is the moneymaker. What are we going to do next offseason? But You're uh, um, as far as this year, yo, I, look, three and 14? Nobody expected us to be here. Even yo, I, I talked to you, Crump. 
Like, yo, I spoken to you on week three. Yo, yo, you, like you didn't think that Jalen Hurts was anything. Yo, I you thought six games. I won't exact. And I said that yo, the Eagles have a chance to win at least 10 games. Yo, yo, I was always hyped on it because of our offensive line, our running back. But I didn't think our coach was that stupid, like stuck on stupid, run the damn ball, and then, you know, just go off of that. So, um, look, if we lose the first round, yo, look, I'm not upset at all. I mean, if we lose the first round, look, I'm okay. And we have – a three first round pick next year. I'm hoping that Harry Roseman say, hey, look, this guy just brought us here and we could keep him and build around him next year. I'm I'm actually going to pick up right there, JC. It leads perfectly into the next question for Phil. Uh, looking ahead, what offseason moves do you want to see for Ooh. Philadelphia? What do I want to see or what do I think <laughs> will happen? That, what, that's do you key, what do you want to see? What do you want to see, Phil? What do you want to see? I want to see is defense, 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 and defense. Okay. Yeah. I, we need a linebacker. We need a safety. <laughs> we need another cornerback. We need people don't realize it. Yeah. We need an edge rusher. You know, Brandon yeah. Graham out for the season this year. He's getting older. He's not, you know, yeah, even Barnett if he's coming back picture, you can't expect him to be Brandon Graham old. There are so many holes on our defense at this point that I want to see defense, 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 and more defense. Three first-round picks, <laughs> second-round pick, everything. All the cap space we have, I want invested. But I'm also old school. I love defense. I love trench warfare. But I just know Howie Roseman, that's not the way he thinks in the new age era of football <sighs> thinks. So, actually, I'm a Jalen Hurts fan. I'll be honest. I've been a fan of his. Since his days in Alabama, um, I thought he got a raw deal when he got lost his job. I hate it when a football player on any level loses their job because injury. of injury. Yeah, okay. Yeah. When he went to Oklahoma, I followed him there. I loved him there. I wanted an Oklahoma-Alabama title game so bad that year mm-hmm. just so that Jalen Hurts could shove it yeah. to, oh. to, 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 to Alabama. When they drafted him, I knew it wasn't the right draft pick at that moment. But I was excited because a guy that I know is a great leader off the field in the huddle, in the locker room, was coming to Philadelphia. You know, I still, though, am not 120% sold that he's a franchise quarterback for the next 10 years. So what I, would like the Eagles to, what I would like the Eagles to do is to take one of those three first-round draft picks, move it to 2023, okay, spend the other two picks, all the other picks, all the cap space they have built around Hertz. But by moving one of those first round picks into 2023, if Hertz is not the guy with all the extra talent brought in around him, you mm-hmm. now have two picks to whether you trade for a quarterback, whether you yeah, move up yeah. in the draft. 2023's quarterback class coming out of college will be much, much better than this year. I want defense, 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 but I want one of those picks yeah. moved yeah. to the future so that we have a backup plan that if we're over, let's be honest, the Eagles and, overachieved and- this year. Okay, Making the playoffs is overachieving. You don't next year. There's going to be more expectations. Yeah. So you need that backup plan. Moving one of those three first round picks. Minshew might be a backup plan. No, no, Minshew is no? not a backup plan. Minshew okay. is not a starting quarterback in the. He's Gardner Minshew is a younger version of Nick Foles. He's a great backup quarterback to have on your mm-hmm. roster for one or two games. Gardner Minshew was one and six or one and seven last year with the Jaguars. Gardner Minshew is not a starting quarterback 
yeah, for a yeah. winning football team. You need to take one pick of this year, whether it's the 14th pick, the 19th pick, whatever it turns out to be. Yeah. Get a third round pick for this year in return, a future first round pick. You move it into the future so that you have a backup plan if Hurts is not the guy. I want him to be the guy. I hope he can be the guy. Yeah, Off yeah. the field intangibles, he is the guy, but we don't know. We, we, we I, you, no, no Eagles fan could truly say that Jalen Hurts is 110% the guy for the next 10 years. They, they just can't, they can't say that and say that they know football and, and be, be sure there. Yep. It, any big disagreements? You, you okay with that, JC, then? Um, I mean, uh, as far as a three first round draft pick, I really think that we are going to trade the third first round draft pick for a first and a probably third the following year. You know what I mean? So I don't uh, disagree with that, but I really think that if we like, I, I, I disagree because he's 110%, a hundred percent. I feel like that hurts is the quarterback. Well, that's, that's fan. That's fandom there. No, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. I'm going to say if, if, because every, quarterback go into offseason improving so i want to hear from phil what don't you agree with hurts being the 110 120 the eagles franchise like what is it about him well, because we, we haven't seen have an inability you? to throw would it be his that he can't I mean, throw? yeah you agree i mean i i i think the I mean, throwing is an issue but on the flip side of the equation i don't think it's as big of an issue as other people think, because there is no talent around Jalen Hurts. He's got Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard. And that's and you it. can learn to throw though. And he's got a rookie head coach that still can't script the exactly. first 15 plays of the game. Okay. But that's the problem. If we don't know because he looks bad in the beginning of games, Jalen Hurts, we don't know if that's gonna be a problem next year. If that's a problem next year, that means Jalen Hurts just might not be the guy. But is it because of the yeah, lack yeah. of talent or is it because of the lack of Jalen Hurts? You know, you know, mm-hmm. around Jalen Hurts. So that's why we're moving picks into 2023. You know, Is my that, man, George, yeah. he comments on every one of my shows. He <laughs> wants the Eagles to trade two of the three first round picks and oh, spend their cap space, get an extra second, an extra third round pick, build around him. Oh, with that. So now you have three picks in 2023. You got to get more than that. I, I, I know. I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> there, there's that scenario. You can't judge Jalen Hurts solely on this year's bad throw, whether you say he's got no arm strength or this or that, yeah, he's got a bad team around him. But will he succeed if they put a good team around him? We can't say that also because we just don't really know. There's so many unknown intangibles around Jalen Hurts at this point. The only thing I will say that I'm 120% sold on Jalen Hurts is his off-the-field leadership and, you know, his personality. I, I guarantee that 100% of the people in that locker room buy into Jalen Hurts as the guy going this yeah. week against Dallas, going into the playoffs. That doesn't mean jack crap if, yeah. you know, if, he, if he can't do it on the field. Put talent around him, evaluate him properly next year with talent around him, and then we make that decision. Exactly. Yo, hey, Phil, I like you, man. Hey, we think alike. <laughs> hey, there's a few little tweaks in there. but yeah, yeah. Little tweaks in there, yeah. That's right. I agree. Yo, I look quite a few tweaks in there. Yeah, yeah, a few tweaks in there. But look, I do agree, man. Like, hey, there's no way the Eagles are nine and seven with uh without a Jalen Hurts. I mean, it could we agree on that or not? What I mean, 
What do you mean? I, I don't like, understand. Are the Eagles are nine and seven yeah. without Jalen Hurts? I mean, this depends, year. there's so many. It depends on who you're putting in his place. Gardner Minshew. I mean, they might be eight and eight, maybe. I mean, Gardner Minshew's an okay guy. I, I, I'm not saying he's great or bad. The Eagles have won despite Jalen Hurts at points this year. What you mean? Yo, he because of the running leading game. rusher as a quarterback in the NFL, 10 touchdowns. I know. So you you, you can't forget that. And Gardner Minshew cannot rush for 10 touchdowns or rush for almost 800 yards. The offense would have looked different. He Somebody else might have stretched the field better. Maybe makes Jalen Rager or, or Quez Watkins a little bit better if they're a more natural. Hey, Rager? Rager? You yeah, dare yeah, yeah. to say Rager? Dude, Jalen yeah. Rager, everybody agrees, including me, that he's a bust. But he's a bust because of the bad situation that he was put into. He should have never been drafted in the first round. I had him drafted. Yeah, I had him graded as the you know late second round, early third round. The pressure put on guys when they're drafted out of position, whether it's yeah. with the Cowboys, the Eagles, or any other team in the league, is yeah, unfair. Jalen Rager should never have been drafted in the first round at all. Yeah, you know, yeah. He had oh. one of the lowest catch rates in college football his last year in college football. And everyone's right. like, oh, it's because he was a bad he had a bad quarterback. No. no. The guy can't catch the ball. So it's his fault. Well, he could catch the ball, but not under like uh, uh, pressure situations. Like he's a gadget guy. Like he's a yeah, like a college was is... put in a bad situation. He was set yeah. up to fail. Yeah, yeah facts. Ball. I mean, I agree with that. I think this leads in. Let's flip the question. You ask my next one, and then I'll go back and ask yours because I think it's set up for the next question that I ask. Go ahead and go to that one, and then I'll circle back and do yours because I think it leads perfectly in right here. Yeah. So you know, so to Mike's point, he makes a good point here. Uh, JC, I'll ask you first. You guys went wide receiver and back-to-back first rounds. Would you stick with those guys or, or are you looking to put more draft capital into the wide receiver position this offseason? I would go free agency. Like I would literally go free agency because I feel like that Devontae Smith is the guy. He's one of the good wide receivers, the great choice that we made in our draft this up, you know, this past season. So I feel like that he's the guy. But I uh, but I always feel like that we need a veteran to take the pressure off of Smith. So um, I would definitely go hard into Allen Robinson and before Godwin got hurt and Gallup got hurt, torn ACLs on both, you know what I mean? A unfortunate, you know, accidents, you know, um, incidents. So it's just one of those things where uh, I would have either won Gallup, Godwin, or Allen Robinson on this Philadelphia Eagles team at least they know, you know, hey, they've been elite for a few years. Um, they could take the pressure and they could catch the ball. That's the thing. They could catch the ball with their hands, not just bring it into their body. These guys that I just mentioned are a hand out guys. They're catching the ball and then just bring it into their body. So, so regardless, that would take the pressure off Devontae Smith. So I really feel like that we should go. Like, if I'm the Eagles, I uh, man, I have about $50, $60 million a, a, a cap space. I, I would literally go after Allen Robinson. I would, hey, he's the healthiest right now. Yo, I understand that Gallup and Godwin, they're coming off a torn ACLs, man. Like, you don't know how much 
Hey, you seen Beckham coming off a torn ACL. Yo, he was never the same. But Allen Robinson, no injuries right now. Knock on wood. So hey, he's going to be the most healthiest. I feel like that we should go after a bona fide known wide receiver and build our defense within the draft. Yeah. Well, wide receivers are young quarterbacks, best friends, man. Yeah. I agree with JC hundred percent, but, but, I agree. Uh, huge, but you don't agree with me though. You don't agree. Oh, I agree. I a hundred ten percent agree no, with you. But you say, but, but, but like, uh. there's a huge, but in that, <laughs> what is Howie Roseman's track record as a general yeah. manager of the Eagles drafting? He has now drafted 3,000 wide receivers in the first two rounds of the last, like, four drafts. I mean, maybe it was 4,000. I'm not sure. So, while I agree with JC, we should spend our draft capital on a wide – or not our draft cap, our, our, our free age, our cap space on a wide receiver. Howie Roseman, I've been preaching it on my show for, like, six weeks now in the morning. Yes, we should draft – we should, you know, sign one of these veteran guys. But don't get upset when Howie Roseman – Dress a wide receiver in the first or second round. We got four picks in the first two rounds. Do not get upset when it happens because Howie Roseman, Ortega Whiteside, Ortega, you know, Jalen Rager, you know, all these guys we can name, Devontae Smith, he likes to draft offense first, defense later. I want defense, 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 spend your, your free agency money on wide receiver. That's just not what Howie Roseman does. But do you think it's, it's a point hey, real quick? Hey, it feel I. All right, so do you think that Howie Roseman is, like, just sitting back and saying, you know what, if I sign a veteran wide receiver, I have to let Whiteside or Rager go. Would he be willing to just walk away from those guys? Jalen Rager will be an eagle in 2022. There is no doubt in my mind. Okay. Now, Ortega Whiteside now has had a third year. Now, I I bring it up on my show all the time about Matt Collins. Matt Collins was what was considered a bust in Philly. But Matt Collins was drafted out of position. And now, once he moved on, he found a niche with the, yeah. with the Miami Dolphins. Ortega Dang. Whiteside was drafted second round right before DK Metcalf was drafted by the Seahawks. Yeah. But J- Ortega Whiteside has found a niche with the Eagles as a blocking wide receiver, as a special teams player. So there is a role for those people. What did I say earlier in this show? It's not the player's fault when they're drafted out of position. So that that's that there. That That's how okay. that goes. But, yes, he would have to – you're not going to have Hightower, Watkins, Rager, and Ortega Whiteside, Greg Ward, all these guys that don't belong in the NFL roster yeah. and go sign a, a major free agent veteran and drafting their guy. Somebody's going to be the odd man out. Yeah. So that's that there. But, yeah, I want to spend the money in free agency on a wide receiver, but don't be surprised if he drafts another guy. All it's, right. Phil, is there one in particular that you're, you're hoping Philly would sign? Uh, my top two, number one was Chris Godwin. This was all before the ACL. Yeah, and you have yeah. to assume that AC, you know, in today's day and age with medical you know, stuff, that AC, people, people recover from ACLs a lot yeah, better than they did 5, 10, 15 years ago. It was Godwin one, Gallup two. They were my top two Ooh, guys. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Allen Robinson, wow. I'm not sure. You know, you know, he's had some really bad quarterback. Play he's a bigger Chicago. body, though, man. Yo, he's he's a like body. A, uh, Ashawn Jeffries. Yeah, I, I, I know. I knew you were gonna. Go there. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Like Godwin, I think Godwin in the right situation could be a top five wide receiver in the NFL. I love oh, yeah. Godwin's talent, um, and I think Michael Gallup can be a number one wide receiver on the right team. Not a top five, 
but he could be a wide receiver mm. one on certain football teams. Um, I love Michael Gallup's talent. I, I drafted him in my fantasy football league, you know, thinking oh, wow. he was going to be this huge. I, he, you know, some leagues he didn't even go drafted in. No, I drafted him in my league because I thought he was going to be a special talent this year with the, just because of the connection there. So yeah, they're my yeah. top two guys, no doubt about it. Well, now with the ACLs, I don't know, but. Yeah, that uh, I, I did a player profile on Michael Gallup. Him and Godwin are both uh, two of like 12 players in NFL history that have had uh, over 1,000 yards and six touchdowns before the age of 24. So in the in the right spots, they can be really good. All right, I don't want you. Well, I guess if you don't mind both contracts, you could cower out of this one. But I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you the question, hoping you'll answer it. I believe Fletcher Cox is at uh, <sighs> at 17 million. Darius Slay is at 16 million. If you had to cut one of them, which one are you cutting? Which one are you keeping? Who's first? Me. Well, go ahead, Phil. Let me let me start. Fletcher start. Cox. I agree. Yeah, Fletcher Cox. And, it's an easy answer. And we agree. And, and we both easy, agree. Easy answer. Darius yeah, Slay is still answer. Mr. Big Play Slay. Yeah, and exactly. And, and, and he made a a bigger impact on the Philadelphia Eagles. And, and it's easier to place a defensive tackle than it is yeah. a big play outside number one cornerback. Exactly. So, you know, so yeah, you, you cut Fletcher Cox. If no cap is in, we're not talking about cap hits. Yeah. We're not talking about dead money. We're not talking about anything. It's Fletcher Cox, no doubt about yep. it. Agree. So, question I is, does, does Hardgrave also play into that? How? Because, I mean, he's been a killer. Do you yeah. think losing Cox would affect him, though, negatively because mm-hmm. he didn't have the guy next to him? I mean, you drafted Milton Williams last year. You know, he, exactly. he's slowly establishing himself as a guy. Yep. Uh, the like Eagles him. draft defense alignment well. You know, the Eagles, through their ups and downs the last 20 years, you guys as Cowboys fans know we've always had great defensive lines. I don't worry about it one bit. Yeah. Um, Fletcher Cox is, I, I've talked about on my show a million times, Fletcher Cox's best years were in 16 and 17 when he was playing 55% of the snaps. The Super Bowl um, year, he had, what, what 10 sacks? Yeah, Super but he always, was only playing 55% of the snaps that year. Yeah. Okay? Since 2017, he's been playing 80% of the snaps every year, and you see that decline in his play. He can't play every single down all the time and be effective. So he's worn out. He's kind of blown out, blown his tires a little bit. You move on from it. If the yeah. opportunity is there, you move on. Yeah. Hey, yeah I agree. That's who I so, would pick also. I would say Fletcher Cox. All right. Let me ask you guys this. How do you feel about the coaching staff of, of Philly? And not, not just your head coach, but is there anyone along the coaching staff that you guys are like, not because you know them better than us. Like yeah, we yeah, know yeah. our guys down the line. <laughs> But the only thing we know about Nick Sirianni is rock, paper, scissors. You know, we make fun of it and everything. But you guys know the whole head coach down. What's the guys that 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 maybe you don't like or do you like the whole staff? And, and JC, we'll start with you. Yo, I would get rid of JG, man. I Look, I, I, look honest I, mean, I feel like with this type of, you know, uh, the players that we have, we need a veteran defense, a coach. Yes, you know what? You know, I even went back and was like, man, I wish we had Jim Shorts back. You know what I mean? It, because he was a, at least more aggressive. I mean, if Phil agree with me or not, I mean, he was at least more uh, aggressive. Your last year, we was at least second or third in sacks, leading sacks. You're right now, we, we are like 25th or, or, or 26. You're those sacks. 
add up to incompletions, interceptions. Yo, we was like just top of the league and turn the ball over, you know, sacks and stuff like that. So I really think, especially with him getting head coach consideration, he could go. He like he could kick rocks, in my opinion. Yo, I feel like th- that we could do better with a veteran defensive coach, especially with a veteran defense that we have in Fletcher Cox. And, you know, it, if Barnett is there or BG is there, but um, with, uh, with Sweat, with uh, Slate, he probably would learn how to use those guys better. I mean, I'm not saying that AJG is doing a bad job, but he's scared. He's scared to play these good quarterbacks like a veteran, you know, defense coordinator would. Just go after him. Hey, 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 just – Yo, just get rid of the name behind, you know, on a shoulder patch. Just do your research. Just go after the guy that you're playing. And I feel like you can only you can only go after you can only uh, coach a defense if you have talent. The Eagles don't have talent on defense. Wait, 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 uh, Who left? Out, Dirk Barnett. Yeah, there, there's a lot that's changed since last year. No, BG McLeod, is the McLeod only hasn't one. been the same defensive guy. Look, I've been facts, really harsh facts, on Jonathan Gannon. I do a segment every single Monday on my morning show, Overreaction Monday. And I think okay. the most consistent Overreaction Monday statement I've made has been fire Jonathan Gannon. But realistic Phil says Jonathan Gannon does not have the talent to properly coach the defense. There are way too many holes on this defense. You got bad linebacker play, bad safety play. That affects what you could do as a blitzing team, whatever it may be. I, I, I think every single coach will be back next year. If I was going to get rid of a coach, I don't think the veteran defensive coordinator is what we missed this year, a veteran offensive coordinator. I wanted Jim Caldwell to be our offensive coordinator this year because Nick Sirianni is Nick Sirianni, wait, wait, is Nick Sirianni going to give up the play calling, though? No, 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 no. But you need a vet. You, when you hired a first-time head coach that was mm-hmm. on no one's radar, that never called plays in his life, you needed a veteran guy to at least mentor him, to be there as that extra voice. Shane Steichen is, I mean, he's even more yeah. inexperienced than, than, than uh, you know, Jonathan Gannon is as Agreed. a coordinator. So if I'm the Eagles, if I had to move one guy, I would get rid of Shane Steichen. I would bring in a veteran former head coach to be the offensive coordinator to help continue the development of Nick Sirianni. Because just like I am 100% all in on Jalen Hurts, the leader, Jalen Hurts, the, the, the off-the-field guy, I'm the same way with Nick Sirianni. I buy into Nick Sirianni, the leader of men, the coach of men, the guy that's going to get the best out of his people. He just needs the right people around him. And the offensive coordinator doesn't help him. The offense okay, coordinator okay. is just another yes man that says, yeah, that's a good idea, Nick. Yeah, you know, let's go with that, you know. So, so go ahead. Look, look if my only question is this, what changed from last year when we were top three in sacks to this year? Because Hargrave is having his best year. Cox is still well, there. Hargrave was and Barnett is here for the first half of the year. Exactly. But we right. had more. Fletcher Cox was a year older. Brandon but Graham we were, went down. Dirk Burnett's still not that good. But Brian we were Kurgan, top three. Brian Kurgan oh. was brought in to play the role of Vinnie Curry. Vinnie Curry 
played 25, 30% of the snaps and had how many sacks last year? He's gone. Ryan like Kerrigan, five, his replacement or, has like how many four? sacks? Ryan Kerrigan has zero sacks on the year. Oh, okay. Okay. But we're like, you, you like can, 25th you can get worse sacks. at these positions. McLeod tore his ACL last year. He has not been healthy this year till the last okay. week or two. So that plays it. When you don't have a starting safety caliber safety, you can't blitz as much because you don't have that guy over the top to protect the defense. There are so many different aspects. Yeah, but we had the same are, guys last year. We I feel don't like have we, the same guys. I mean, not if having Curry didn't Graham. make a big difference. Oh, yeah, BG. Yo, yo, I, Fletcher Cox I, is I, a year older. Yeah, but at the same no. time, okay. But we went from third to like 25th and we still, in sacks. And last year, we still in had sacks. bad linebackers. No, the, the defense exactly. is We had worse linebackers last year playing. Pretty much look, the same linebackers, if not worse. What what I what I know what I heard from from this segment this last question is Phil wants Jason Garrett as offensive coordinator. So let's just let's just go ahead, Paul. Next, you guys got Jason Garrett, a former head coach. No, no, no. And go ahead, Paul. No, no, that's it. What Jason Garrett's coming in as your offensive coordinator? No, no. Question. No, that's not. No, no. No, no. I'm sorry, JC. I got to cut you off. I already said what I said, Paul. We're we're talking about uh, Philly cheesesteaks. Hey, okay, guys. We're gonna go a little bit more lighthearted here. Uh, Phil JC, you look at Philly. It's it's quite the uh, it's quite the food city, from what I understand. Two staple sandwiches there: chopped cheese or Philly cheesesteaks. Phil, which one do you prefer? Well, it's funny that you ask that, but I own a pizza shop and I sell cheesesteaks. Oh, and the cheesesteak hey. guy that goes around the country grading cheesesteaks, he graded me not your average Philly cheesesteak at my shop. I yeah. do a chopped cheesesteak. I had a cheesesteak. What shop today. is it though? And what shop funny. is it? My name, my name of my shop is Fox's Pizza. It's in Kennett Square, just south of Longwood Gardens, a huge tourist oh. attraction in Philadelphia. Um, so my cheesesteak today was a chopped cheesesteak. I made myself one today for lunch. I put on my cheesesteak today fried onions, oh, hot yes. banana peppers, yes, ketchup mayonnaise, American yes. cheese, and mozzarella cheese mixed together. Okay. I chopped it up, mixed it all up to good. The most underrated cheesesteak topping that no one gets on. is hot banana peppers. You got to fry hot banana peppers into your onions. Put that in your cheesesteak. It's the only way to go. Whenever somebody calls my shop or comes in, they're like, what should I get? I say, if you don't mind a little bite in your cheesesteak, throw some hot banana peppers in there. That's what I made for my lunch today. And that's what I recommend to all my customers on a daily basis. Love it. All right, Jason, what about you? Look, look, yo, I love a a Philly cheesesteak, but yo, I want to hear more about my guy, Phil cheesesteak. Like, for real. (laughs) Yo, I mean, I never heard of his uh, a place before, and yo, I had Philly cheesesteak. Yo, I went to Geno's and Pat's, and, overrated. and trust me, overrated. It is overrated because one, they're outdoors. Um, a number one is outdoors, and then yo, they make it so many. It just like it don't take the passion, the time to make yep. the cheesesteak. So, I mean, I would like to hear more about. My guy, Phil Cheesesteak. I mean, because yo, I love everything he said about it. Yo, I, yo, my mouth is watering right now, yo. I mean, so anything else that you put on your cheesesteak, you know. I, I have no, I have no. Uh, bread, like, you know, hard, I don't judge anybody. I'll put, I'll put bacon on my cheesesteak. Oh, you know, man, fried onions, man. mushrooms, whatever, ah. whatever you want. But let's be honest, me and JC will tell you guys. That the real the, the real cheesesteaks are the chopsteaks that are made at the mom and pop shops 
in yeah, Philly, exactly. in, the, in, the, in the suburbs, is, not exactly. the Passaginos that you guys hear about today. That it's is not. probably the worst cheesesteaks you can get. Exactly. What makes a good cheesesteak is having a high quality, whether it's a shaved ribeye, whatever yep. kind of meat. As long as you get a high quality meat Agreed. and a good soft roll, oh, that's all there, that there matters. That's all that matters. Okay, exactly, it's man. Not, right. it, those Passaginos are the most overrated places there are. Overrated. 100%. But the tourist people would have the line. Like 20 deep. I'm like, uh, bye, Dude, bye, and you bye, know what? bye. You're going to go to Patrogino's. <laughs> you're going to wait in line for 30 minutes. You're going to spend $15 for a $5 cheesesteak. And, and, yeah. and, and you're like, oh, I'm at Patrogino's. You're just yeah. doing it to go put it on your Instagram account. And that's no. about it. You know, exactly. you're not going there you for know, a real sandwich. Exactly. So, it, look, it's um, it just like uh, if you're not from New York or Philly, and the only place you go is to the Rocky or the Statue of Liberty. You know what I mean? You're just other places to go. Like, go Absolutely. within the city. Just go within the city. Just talk to people and say, hey, what are the best, you know, place to visit? Now, I'm just go within the city itself. But just don't listen to everybody. Your pet and Geno's, I've been hearing it for like 10, 20 years. Pet and Geno's. And oh. trust me, it's not that it's cold. I'm like, like, what the hell is this? Because you know what? So many people is in line. So just like, all right, here you go. All right, here you go. Here, yo, yo, there's no love that put into you know, I had a line tonight at my shop, too, thing. just so you know. But I was putting love into every sandwich and it, pizza I made tonight. It's all I, I had a line love, because man. I I had a line because I had love. I, I, I need 10 employees on a Friday night and I had three of us in there working tonight. But that's why we had a line. Just because, you know, it, nobody wants awesome. to work anymore in this, this world. So I'm not going to advertise Pet and Gino, but I will advertise Phil. Go ahead, Phil. Where can they find you at? Hold on. I normally have a menu somewhere here on my desk here, you know? There's always, there's always a menu here on my desk. There it is. Fox's there Pizza is. right there. Hey, yes, family sir. tradition. Wait, wait, wait. Hey, hey, put that. Yo, I didn't see that. It was so fast. Uh, sorry. A family tradition. All right. Yeah. yeah. Yo, yeah, no, I, I, I didn't go learn from the old country in Italy for no reason, you know? Yeah, I love, love it. it. I love the mom and, and pop shops, man. I love them. And We're struggling fortune. right now in America. All the mom and pop shops in America are struggling. Support. Yeah. Shirt. I normally wear a short local. shirt on my morning show. Support local restaurants. And yeah. that's what you should be doing. Supporting the local that's, restaurants. You know what? I, I agree. Say, I say we end it right there, Paul. I yeah. love it. Yeah. Support your local it. restaurants. Well, guys, that's going to that's gonna do it for this week's episode. Phil and JC, we appreciate you joining us. Phil, tell the people where they can find your content. Again, I am Phil Stifle at Beard A Knowledge on Twitter. I'm part of DSM Media. Find them at DSM underscore media. I do a show. My, I do a lot of shows, but the one show I love to promote the most is my morning show, Trending in the AM, Monday through Friday, 8.30 a.m. every single day. Basically, I wake up in the morning. I check ESPN.com. What are the headlines? And that's how I start my show every single nice. morning. What is trending, not just in Philly sports, but in all sports. So at DSM underscore media, trending in the AM, Monday through Friday, 830 AM. Nice. Hey, I'm not as famous as Phil, but look, I'm a little, I'm just you know, a little up and coming YouTuber, but you can find me on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, under the same name, JC Eagles Talk. Hey, we all about the birds. And and equal opportunity, 
I also will talk about the Brooklyn Nets. I'm sorry. You know, hey, I'm sorry, but I keep it at least a little circle, a small circle, the Brooklyn Nets, a.k.a. New Jersey Nets and the Philadelphia Eagles. And I, I plan on talking about more uh, um, about the Nets in the offseason. So just check me out at JC Eagles Talk on all platforms, you know, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. And uh, JC, uh, sorry, Mike, remind me where they can find you on Twitter. Thanks for coming on, guys. I got another podcast to go on to. Oh, my God. At CD Piglet, <laughs> nice and easy. Letter Piglet. C, letter D, Piglet. And uh, I appreciate you. And I really hope the Eagles win, man, because I do not want to play Green Bay. <laughs> ah, come on, Piglet. <laughs> go guys, I, birds. <laughs> guys, I'm Paul Ryan. You can find me on Twitter at Paul underscore Ryan 15. We appreciate you joining us, and we'll see you guys next week. Go birds. <laughs>